We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Two, one. Come back at the July. You feel me? This is MDH. Tommy, do your thing. <laughs> uh what's oh, good everybody you feel me mdh tv back with another episode mm-hmm getting up there now you feel me yeah we got bro we got 35 subscribers on me all you all you hating ass niggas don't even talk to me nigga we famous oh god and we be getting hella views lucky yeah we got 70 on the last no we got 70 something on the we got 70,000 on the freestyle one, and then we got, uh, I think, 50K or 49K. Some shit. On, like on the, yeah, on the last one, I posted, which is only like a week ago. So, yeah, exactly. When, when did you get back to school? Um, I got back on Saturday. You feel me? But what's crazy is I didn't think I was going to be, be able to come until like two weeks from now because there's like a serious snowstorm moving through. Uh, like the Sierra Nevadas or whatever. So like to drive to drive up here, you'd have to drive through hella snow. So I was like, we was gonna wait till the storm ended, but I ended up just getting a plane ticket last minute. Oh, so you don't got your car? Nah. Damn. I know, but I didn't even I didn't even bring my skateboard to be honest. Cause it's bro, cause I was like, nah, cause I'm gonna get it, like once, like once two weeks is over. But I I was like. It's gonna so be not skating for two weeks, is what you're saying. Yeah, bro. But I was like, it's gonna be a snowstorm. Like I couldn't skate anyways. You can skate in the garage. There is no garage. I would have to walk to campus. Nigga, fuck, oh, bro. bro nigga, you don't know how cold it is out here, you bro. I know. I haven't but, skated in like a week though. If I'm being real. But I've been training though, heavy. You feel me? So it's it's evening out. This MDA is pro skater shit. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it's pro everything shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But uh, talk about talk about how you got to school because it was it was yeah, a journey. Uh, we both both had our first, first. I went to my brother's uh, my brother's house in Detroit, and that was cool. You know, had a cool time there. And then uh, on my way back, I had a 25 hour flight plan. So I flew to Orlando at 6 p.m. and I just barely missed Tiger and uh, Mia and Titus because they was there too. In Detroit? By like 10 minutes. I mean, if Miami? Uh, not Orlando. Oh. To, they was going to Riley. They, what is that? What is Riley? North Carolina. Oh, oh, oh. So they had like a, a, a layover too? Yeah. But I was there until 10 a.m. this morning. Didn't have nothing to eat that whole time. And uh, 
And then I flew to New Jersey. Then I was there for another three hours, thinking I'm about to hop on another plane. Turns out I'm in a shuttle bus <laughs> all the way to, to Bethlehem. How long, so, was the, <laughs> how long was the shuttle bus? It was like, I think three rows, like a short bus. No, but, how long? Think of what? I was like, damn, these niggas really put me on a bus. How I did you find out? When I got to the, I was like, where the plane? Oh, like. <laughs> we were walking down some stairs and stuff. I was like, ooh, we got one of those small planes, you know, fancy planes, where you got to get on from the ground. Well, you had to get on from the ground, all right, because you was getting your ass on the bus. I was like, he, the driver was like, yeah, <laughs> right there. And I was like, oh. and I was looking, <laughs> looking right past the bus. <laughs> right past- oh, bro, that's funny as fuck. Yeah, it was cool, though. Yeah, bro. I mean, this honestly, I'm trying to really take school serious this semester. So this this work shit is is annoying. Yeah, like I just got off of a walk, you feel me? Before just before pot. And like that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I'm on my fucking uh what's that nigga name? Not guy. Uh Mike? No, nah, fuck. Yeah, my guy. No, the other one. That's the who? His the little like his oh, Rock Lee? Yeah, Rock Lee. <laughs> I want to be on my Rock Lee shit, you feel me? Like I gotta do my best. I gotta try my hardest. Exactly. Like there's no use just being here and just bullshitting. Oh god. So you feel me? You gotta you that's why Rock Lee is so cold to me. Me and that's like with everything. That's with skating. That's with working out. You feel me? That's what. Well, that's really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, no, no. That's what this NBA shit. You feel me? Everything. Well, me. You know what? Somebody asked me today, because we were doing like introduction in the class, or like doing like fun facts, and I was like, this girl. She was like, Yeah, I own a can. I mean, I'm running a candle business. I was like, oh yeah, like feel me, I'm running my little business company slash. She was like, what do y'all do? I'm like, everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fucking, I was like, we do counseling, we do fucking videos. You feel me? We got our OnlyFans. It was like everything. <laughs> I mean, I'll be saying that. I'll be plugging. I'll be like, yeah, you feel me? I'm a, a co-founder of Modern Day Hippies Incorporated. I mean, you ain't heard of it? <laughs> I ain't make it sound uh fancy. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using that shit right. What incorporated? Okay. Well, who but, cares? Yeah. Who really? Exactly. Who really? Who fucking cares? I don't. But um. Yeah. So I just got here at like five. Is it and, cold out there? Yes. Yeah, no. It's not like where you at though. It's chilling. I just got off a walk. So. Man, this is some bullshit. I'm not gonna lie. I was a. Uh, I was like walking. I was actually no. I, I did a run on Sunday. You feel me? I did like a like a slight five mile run on some rock leaf shit. 
Yeah. It wasn't five miles. But um, I did some Rock Lee shit. And when I, when I was running, nigga, it felt like my hands was finna fall off every time I took him out to sleep. Because I had to hold my phone while I was running because I was wearing sweats. Nigga, that shit was – I don't – I'm not built like that. Like, I'm not built like these anime characters. You got to be on your Rock Lee shit. Because nah. he inspiration, bro, I, come on. I feel like I'm more like – I like to tell myself I'm more like Naruto. Like, nigga – like, no, like, niggas got, like, a secret fucking talent inside of them. They just don't know yet. So you can't be rock. But, but you, Naruto worked hard, too. Yeah. Nigga, but he don't be outside fucking running 13,000 miles. Good. Nigga, no, you don't. I ain't never, bro, I've never seen a training montage from, from Naruto where he's doing, like, push-ups. All right, you're probably right. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know when you were telling me like about money, and like how it's so easy to give somebody a piece of paper with a number on it, and that be it. And like I was really thinking about that when I was at the airport, because some people had tickets, and somebody's dropped theirs, and they picked it up, and they were like, oh, oh, and they scanned it, and then that was it. They were on the plane. And I was like, wow, the thing that allows you to get past this guard and on the plane is a piece of paper. But that piece of paper costs so much money. But what is that? What is that at the end of the day? But also what's crazy is like we literally put that value on that piece of paper. Like if you like a hundred dollars is literally the same paper as like it's something like this but but what i forgot i was gonna say yeah but we we put a certain judgment on this piece of paper which makes it worth more and makes it makes people want it more exactly like if you bring uh a fucking a guy from, you know that island that the Christian, uh, like, pilgrim or whatever, he went to it and they killed him because they, like, totally cut off from the outside world, a little tribe of, like, is 40 it the, Is it in the Amazon? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, if you know somebody that's cut off from the world and you bring them into this society, you show them a $50 bill and a $100 bill. I'll bet they picked that 51 just because the five. But what's crazy? Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I said, I bet they picked that 51 just because it's a five. And it got more color. Putting this value on the 100, even on the 50, if we just put a nice draw in there, they might pick the nice drawing over both of them. So it's like we put in so much money, I mean, so much value on this paper money that we print that don't mean shit because we just passed a like $3.9 trillion plan. Uh, Biden just passed a, a COVID relief plan, still mm-hmm. not giving us no money. I ain't seen a stimulus check yet. What's going on? Have you? No. Exactly. So like, damn, like, that's fucked up. I'm broke. 
I'm trying to get tatted up. And y'all niggas playing with me. But <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Niggas bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just try to get tatted. So if y'all wanna, if y'all wanna see us go from broke to not a joke, um, you feel me? Go ahead and go ahead and donate to uh, NDA shit on Venmo. You feel me? On me. Uh, stickers, all that coming soon. Be ready for all that. Yeah. So are you excited to start to start actual school? Um. I don't know. I'm kind of like indifferent about it. I mean, I, I'll be real. I don't know what classes I'm taking. I kind of forgot. So <laughs> I'm going to find out on Monday. But uh, yeah, I'm like whatever about it. I'm, I'm going to like really try. Like I know that in whatever class it is, whether that means dropping some or not. But uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm excited. I want to, I'm going to try to like, just stay, stay committed the whole, at least the whole month. You feel me? I'm going to just start small. I don't, <laughs> honestly, I haven't done a whole school year since probably like ever. But yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm for sure try this whole week. <laughs> like today, today, I sat through all my lectures and I had like four classes today. And I was sitting there, I was like, bro, I really forgot what it felt like to sit here and look. I haven't done that shit since March. Even the first semester, I was not fucking watching whole lectures. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, then you got four classes on one day. Do you have any tomorrow? Yeah, I got one. Then you taking five classes? Yeah. How many credits? I don't know. What? <laughs> what classes do you take? I got hella like political science classes and then a math English class. So you why are you are you gonna like major in political science or are you still in journalism? No, I, I switched it over to uh political science. That's you, just you, way more interesting. Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna do. I got this one class. It's like uh, political science, philosophy, medieval philosophies. That shit sounds like it's gonna be kind of fun. Yeah, I got. Uh, let me see. I got a. I had two political science classes, but I'll drop one of them. So I'm sorry. That's weird. But uh, it's because. You know, like the rate, rate my professor. Yeah. So like I went on there and the people that took it this semester was like, don't take it online. It's not worth it. Shit like that. It has. You gonna listen to other niggas opinion. I know that, but look, this is, what <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I was like, they was like, it's hella work. You really gotta pay attention to shit. I was like, I was in the mind frame that I'm not about to do that. And they was like, if you don't do that, you're not going to pass. And I just didn't feel like, you know, saying maybe, maybe not. So I dropped that shit. But 
the one I got is Introduction to Political Thought, four credits. We talk about liberalism, Marxism, fascism, Islamism, and all them other isms you niggas like. Yeah, that's kind of like my, uh, I think I have one to like political, comparative po politics, some shit like that. I guess is where you compare different political parties and political type of like governments and shit like that. Some, some like, some like not bullshit. You feel me? Like 90% of school tends to be. Yeah, that's one thing I do like about college. Well, no, or at least my teachers, they just giving me stuff that they gonna grade. Like, I don't gotta do nothing. I mean, reading, but are you gonna do that? I'm trying to. I read like four pages today, bro, and I was like, fuck. Fuck that. That's the one thing I'm not gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> It depends if the book interesting. Yeah. I'm not about to just be reading because y'all fucking told me. <laughs> I'm gonna read what I want to. Are you gonna try to get a job out there? Yeah. Bro, I'm going to the skate shop every day until they give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that with it. I'm I'm gonna come every I'm gonna be like, bro, y'all y'all got an opening. I know Cliff just left. Come on. Bro, I probably can't skate till like middle of February. Yeah, it's snowing and shit out here too. I'm not gonna be able to skate till probably the weekend. But y'all got that bitch nigga snow. Like y'all ain't got like real like. I'm about to skate inside downstairs in the dance studio. But nah, there's there's ice. There's hella ice. I almost slipped three times. It snowed in Vegas. Wow, this slip almost fell though. It snowed in Vegas. Did you see that? Yeah, hell. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because I remember one, I remember the last time it snowed. Somebody in our class was like, everybody was like, oh, the snow is so beautiful. But I'm in the but I'm in my room, like global warming is real. How do you feel about that? You know. That's what I was thinking about. Cause I was like, you know, in PA, it's not snowing that much and it usually snows a lot here. And now it's snowing a lot in Vegas. You know, that's kind of, you know, that did make me think. But I was like, honestly, I don't, I think the globe, you know, naturally warms and naturally cools. I don't think, you know, humans are necessarily doing this. And we're on a calendar where every year has five extra days. You're only supposed to have 360 days. We go by 365 and 366. So we're off like that. So you, you don't know how long, like, in time that's been, how many of those years add up. To where it shifts and you know we moving closer we moving like you know we in the age of aquarius it's a whole bunch of shit you know 
I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm not too educated on this to be educated all about it. But yeah, I don't. I don't see it as nothing like serious. Yeah, me neither. I never looked at global warming as a serious thing. Just because I feel like whenever something's politicized and then like it becomes a battle between the left and the right, there's obviously some type of agenda behind it on both sides. Exactly. Like they had the little girl up there telling telling grown scientists about global warming. But I would have been mad. I would have been like, y'all got this little girl. Bitch, I went to Harvard. (laughs) Bro, yeah, it's crazy because it's like, I feel like every, I think I saw this like on the website or something or on YouTube. And they're basically like, yeah, like 95% of scientists do agree that climate change is a real thing, but not a lot of them agree on us progressing it. I mean, pushing at such a fast rate, like people are trying to make you believe. You feel me? I mean, I feel like it's obvious that any organism is going to affect their their surrounding. And since we're all over the world, of course, we're going to affect the whole world. But I don't think it's to a point where we're like, like this this world is on the age of, I mean, on the edge of extinction. Like, I don't think it's that deep. And I think it's 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 kind of like it's our arrogance hitting us. I mean, kicking us in the ass again. Like, we think just because we're the superior race or whatever, we really have the power to dictate the the future of this earth that's been here for millions of years. So I wonder is global warming a big thing all over the world or is it just in the United States and and Britain, the UK? That's a good question cuz China they don't that's they, the only two places I hear about it. But and you know like what that tells me is one that there's not really nothing going on because nobody else is tripping about it. This is just a political ploy to get people to be scared of the fucking sun. And that's why like, I I don't like believe in global warming either. It's climate change. Yeah, the climate is always changing, but we're not gonna do shit to the earth. We. We will be gone long before the earth ceased to exist. That's fast. But it's all right, because I'm from another planet anyway. You feel me? So I'm ready to go back. It's been cool here on earth. Y'all got some weirdos. Y'all letting the weirdo run the country. So. Damn, I was going to say something that was kind of cool, but I forgot. Man, my bad. No, you good. You good. I'm used to it. No, I'm just playing. Um. It was good. Oh, I was gonna say, remember you watched the Alex Jones podcast, right? With with Joe Rogan. Which one? The one that was like five hours? The most recent one. Yeah, where Joe Rogan was in Alex Jones's studio. No, no, when uh Alex Jones got drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I remember he was talking about how you know, people are trying to throw out this this uh this thing like people are releasing C or factories are releasing CO2 into the atmosphere and that's what's causing global warming. But he was like, CO2 isn't even a pollutant. CO2 is just carbon dioxide, which is what we breathe out naturally. But what that does is 
is that that gives plants more to eat. So plants are going to grow bigger and it's going to kind of, that's going to create more oxygen in the atmosphere. But he was also saying that the reason why people are so scared of it is because they know carbon monoxide, which is more so like the black smoke that's coming out of that certain places. But you rarely see that now because there's obviously like laws put in order. So he was saying like a lot of the factories are releasing CO2, which is like what which Trump was talking about when he said uh, clean carbon dioxide or clean air or whatever he said. And he's saying they're trying to scare people with this CO2 because people don't know that all CO2 is, is what we exhale. All people got to do is think and educate themselves and think for themselves. And the answers are clear. It's like Kanye said in the Joe Rogan podcast. He was like, why would I listen to zombified adults? I'm going to listen to the kids, bro. I'm not saying we kids, but we still young enough to not be all zombified adults. And at this point, honestly, it's all zombified kids, too. Yeah. off the wall. Hell yeah. Kids are... It's so sad for kids nowadays because they're literally the targets of everything. Like, all the negative things that you can think of, the internet, social media, TikTok, fucking bad music, they're all targeting kids or young young teens. Exactly. And it's like, whether it's violence or they showing shaking asses, tell you feel me, teenagers, or people shooting other people. It's like you said, negative either way. So they growing up seeing that, thinking that's normal, thinking that's cool, thinking that's who they want to be. And then you just get another fucking nigga. And we just keep doing dumb shit and voting for the Democrats. And and that's it. I was listening to this uh to this army veteran or war hero or whatever. And he was like, it's crazy how like virtually we have started to normalize terrible things. So like kids at like six, seven, well not six or seven, probably like nine or ten are playing games like Call of Duty or GTA, where they're killing hella people and it's be it's becoming like and it's making it to where killing is like a normal thing. Like it's something that kids see way too often, whether it's real or fake. Because if you watch somebody get killed in a movie, that's not far off than seeing it in real life. It's probably worse than seeing it in the movie because they get graphic in movies. But it's crazy how like we've kind of like fabricated our reality into making these, these crazy evil things normal. Like killing somebody shouldn't, like no kid, at like six or seven, I'm sure you did it too. At six or seven, should be playing guns like this, pow, 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 shooting each other. Like, that's crazy. I told you, it's to the point where last semester, I would go out the door and just be like, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> like, I was in a movie. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to be ready if somebody there. But... It's putting that idea of killing somebody in their head. And if they see that over and over, they're not going to think it's nothing to do with it. They hear it in the music. 
see it in the on TV, do it in real life. And not only that, it it implements so much anxiety into our minds as 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 younger people because when you watch movies, you get scared of things like. You know, people are scared to go to the woods just because of Jason or just because Cabin in the Woods. And it's like, it's, it's taking us away from like how good our life could be because we're so scared to do things because there could be a boogeyman or there could, there could be a serial killer out on the loose. Niggas pussy, but yeah, that's facts. Because it's like, people made that, well, I don't know. And you can, we can go back and forth on this. Do you like think that movies are more truth than fiction? No, I think they're more truth. Yeah, so maybe they are right to be scared to go out there because. But I feel like it's different. I feel like obviously like, I feel like obviously like there's probably been a family killed in the woods by an unknown person. But to make 20,000 movies basically going over the same shit that's already happened. I don't think there's 25,000 people out there trying to kill you in the woods. Three, two, one. We are back from our first commercial break. Back like a heart attack. Uh, back alive. Yeah. Yeah, you know I will never die. Uh, Coming at you from the side. Got the machete. You know I'm ready to Chop your head off when I'm steady, nigga. Yeah. See, it's shit like that, though. That's what be plaguing these kids. You know, like, the scary movie, for instance. Mm -hmm. The dude was killing people while he was rapping. He was doing both at the same time. He was? Yeah, he was like, I'm going to slash him, gas him, put him in their ass, something like that. How do you feel about death? You know, personally, I think that I think that it's the end of an experiment here. Hmm. How about you? I don't know. You feel me? But I, I, I well, I, I don't know. Let me give you this quote that I heard from today. Probably the most interesting thing I've heard in school since like kindergarten. They, there was this quote that Socrates said. He was like, um, for someone to be to fear death is, um, fuck. He, he was like, for someone to fear death it's like someone believing that they're more knowledgeable than they really are just because you don't know what death is. Therefore you shouldn't be afraid of it. And it made sense because it was like, we're so afraid of this thing and we literally don't even know what will happen. But we're like, nobody's, ex I mean, I guess there's like a few exceptions, but I would say the vast majority of people are terrified to die, but it's like, you're terrified, you're terrified of something that you literally have zero knowledge of. Like, it's not like you have an idea of what's gonna happen. Like you have zero knowledge. So it's not even a 50-50. It's, it's literally could, it's like a hundred zero. <laughs> like, 
infinite pop possibilities of what could happen. <laughs> and you worried about one that you've been fixated on just because somebody else told you. And that's the why worst, the worst possible scenario, worst case scenario. What? I said you worried about the worst case scenario. But I was also, you know, I've always been confused on like Christians. I'd be like, how are y'all scared to die when y'all, if you as long as y'all live in a good life, according to, you know, your, your Bible, then you should be excited to die. Exactly. You should be in a rush damn near because you, you get to go home. promise to you and you believe it so firmly that you're going somewhere greater than where you're at now. And you can meet, you know, see your dead relatives or whatever and see the, the creator. So you should be ecstatic. Yeah. You know, Aristotle was a, a smart guy. I guess. I, I don't know. I feel like I could make that. No, I'm just fine. But <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about death. Like, honestly, I don't know what the fuck happened. But I know I'm ready for it. You know, I'm welcome. I'm not saying I'm, I want to die right now. But if I did, I'd be content with how I lived my life and the person that I am at this very moment. I was, um, I was very, um, I was very like curious about like the suicidal like thing. And we, we can get into that a little bit after this. I just want to introduce this idea because it kind of relates to what you said. And I was like, it's crazy because if I were to commit suicide, like it will never be over depression. It'll literally be over like, I'm just anxious to see what's next. You feel me? Like, because it's, it's, it's almost like, and I hate to say it like this. Actually, I don't. But it's almost like an exciting thing because it's like you don't know what's next. Like it could literally like when you're born, I mean, before you're born, you don't know what happens. Like you, you come into existence. You don't even you're not even really like cognitive of what's going on. So you're like six or seven. But like once you die, I'd say the worst that can happen is nothing. Like yeah. you just then, then you won't know that nothing's happening, though. You will just be like before you were born. Exactly. So, like, it's not like you're going to remember your life. Yeah, and, like, you know, I think, like, I have a couple of different views on that. So, like, one of them, you feel me? One of them, I think uh, we're all a part of the universe, a little piece, just expressing itself in a different way. So I think that it's an experiment. Each of us is a different experiment. We're testing out every single possibility in every single universe across every galaxy in existence. So we're doing all that simultaneously. I'm having this conversation better in another universe and worse than another. And honestly, I don't know. This might be the only universe with MDHTV. This might be the one that gets us to the white room. But uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. But basically, each of us is a different experiment. And we're just collecting data on ourselves. Once you die, you wake up and realize that you are everything. And everything you was tripping about was nothing. Because you was literally it. Because you are everything if that makes sense. And it should. Now, 
my other thing about death is like what Andre said, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm not, yeah, I guess I would say I'm excited, but I'm not like overly excited where I'm about to just jump off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, I'm excited, but I'm not in a rush. Yeah. But I'm like, it was a, you said in a, a very attractive thing. You said, I kind of look at it as, 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 well, you said experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel experience like slash experiment. I feel like that's such a good way to look at it because I feel like life is literally an experience for your soul where you're using your body at so like if you go on a road trip you yourself are seeing it you're the person inside the car controlling it but your body is kind of like the vessel it's just taking you through it's just the means in which you travel you feel me so I feel like it's, it's one of those things like this is just something that you have to take in order to ascend to your next to whoever you're gonna whoever your destined whoever your soul is destined to be not your physical body you feel me because I feel like there's not a lot of it's hard to put it like with your body there's so much variation there's so much bad luck you can get like some people are just naturally born with disabilities or they're born fat or they're born whatever but it's like at the end of the day the only thing that matters is your soul because it's like that's going to be something you could change no matter what. Feel me? You you can dictate how that's going to how that's going to carry you through life. Exactly. That's something that's you know, these bodies, these meat machines, that's all they are is machines. And once you die, this dirt, all this stuff that comes from the earth, it goes right back into the earth mm -hmm. and makes fertile soil. So shit can grow shit is literally growing from our vessel after we end so what makes you think that after you die that's it for you mm -hmm. if shit is literally this we're not we're not nothing close to this all this is is our our little machine that we have our little car yeah our little no i wouldn't even say car i, I would say bodysuit this is our bodysuit all right for 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 the soul for mm -hmm. the pineal gland for who you actually are so we're looking through these eyes speaking through this mouth feeling all these senses but at the end of the day we're not not none of this we're just a little piece the pineal gland and that ascends you to everything you are that's what's connecting what you actually are yeah you don't know your true potential because your true potential you can't get in this body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good thing you said. And just to build on that, it's like some people have like a super high pain tolerance, right? They could like, some people are just numb. Some people they can't, like you can be a paraplegic, somebody could smack a hammer against your leg and you won't feel it. But if you, if you, hurt that person's feelings or you hurt that person's soul, they're going to feel it no matter what. You feel me? So that's why it's important to not only work on your body and get it to where, okay, if I get punched in the abs, it's not going to hurt. But it, when somebody insults you or a stranger insults you, is it going to hurt? You feel me? So niggas don't really care about that. All they care about is the physical touch of, of other people. Yeah. And I think that's like mainly because 
what what love is looked at and how it's expressed is being changed and kind of like sexualized you know mm -hmm. people are making love out to be buying your girl expensive ass bags for no reason and you know them twerking on instagram live while you counting money yeah and that's love having a youtube that's love to a lot of people and it's like y'all don't really know what love is y'all are so busy chasing you know these likes on instagram with these pictures you post with you and your boo and y'all getting all these likes but when y'all not taking pictures she get on your nerves she don't let you play the game just be all up on you and you get on her nerves you know you don't be showing her attention and you be trying to play the game not good <laughs> she was like what the fuck so yeah. it's like, just, like, just like drake said it looks like we in love but only on camera like it, and we've seen this so many times with um like youtube couples niggas will be kissy kissy lovey dovey a video later they broken up we broke up question mark question mark let's, let's like it it's crazy how how far we've gone we've gone to to making our love um apparent to others rather than making it apparent to the people that we actually love exactly like, like i remember somebody in my family i'm not gonna say who because i'm not gonna point out no names but somebody has somebody posted a picture of their family member and was like i'm so proud of you, yada 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 and they don't even talk in real life so it's like you you're so focused on people thinking that you have a good relationship then then maintaining that good relationship mm. nobody really want love they just want attention mm. you feel mm. me nobody trusts nobody trusts anybody that's not even like just in you know romantic relationships and like everything nobody really trusts anybody if somebody walked into a store into your dorm right now and was like what's up bro can i borrow ten dollars would you give it to him I'd be like nigga look i ain't even got ten dollars but <laughs> <laughs> but if i did i'd be like yeah bro i i don't know i probably would be like yeah like i mean if it depends is it my last ten dollars probably not but <laughs> if i had ten more ten dollars i'll probably be like yeah like what is it for first of all yeah so if you had a hundred dollars you give it to him yeah but this is my thing if i was like and he's like i'm gonna pay you back tomorrow and it's your last ten dollars and you need it no nah. all right because i need it he could have nah, nah, nah. but you need it for later that day so you just got to depend on him to come back with your ten dollars you don't know this dude I wouldn't give it to I wouldn't give it to nobody if I needed it. Unless he was unless he was like, yeah, I need 10 more dollars for my mom's surgery, or else she's gonna die. Then I'll be like, maybe. Like, like just make sure well, I get if this. I was like, bro, let me borrow the ten dollars until 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll let I'll let you have it. See, that's what I'm saying. We trust each other because you know we have a relationship. No, no, no. <laughs> but we nobody trust each other. If you get what I'm saying, like people don't just trust people, and you know it's it's for good reason. There's some evil motherfuckers out there. Yeah, it's a lot of them now too, especially. Yeah, but I just, or at least I, I hope there was a time, or I think there was a time where people could just blindly trust somebody without getting fucked over. Yeah. I think that's what black people was doing when they got enslaved. Had to be. But you know, yeah, it had to be. But you <laughs> know what I was um what I was thinking about, every time I watch Naruto, I'll be like, bro, that's crazy. Like everybody in this village, because like you've seen parts where like it's gotten destroyed, right? Cause that's like early, that's like early in the show when it when it like gets destroyed. But anyway, no, not even, anyways, a place will get destroyed and then there'll be people from the village working on it. And I was like crazy, like, I mean, I was like, that's crazy. Cause like, they're really working as a collective and as a, as like a, as one piece rather than all individuals striving to get to wherever they want to go. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't got nothing after that. But uh, you know, I wanted to circle back around to death. You know, no funny uh. shit. No funny shit. <laughs> Damn, no funny shit. But uh, you know, it was the day Kobe died. It's been a year since Kobe and Gigi died. You know. Rest in peace. Damn. Was- Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, rest in peace to both of them and everybody else that was on the helicopter. Yeah. Like, I like that shit. But, uh, yeah. What do what you think about that? Um, that's... I, I talked about Kobe a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's sad, you feel me? I just, I just feel... I, like, the reason why I'm sad about it, or I was, because... I feel like I lost somebody that was just like, like, you know how like you feel like like everybody says you play like one player, like that's who that that's who Kobe was for me. You feel me? Like I was, that was like my like, what? That was like my fuck like my mirror image. Like you feel me? Like I was him, he was me on the court. You feel me? So that's why I feel like it, it hit home for me because I feel like that mama mentality kind of that Draco mentality kind of left me, you feel me, with a part of him. Cause you know, all that shit, I did, I did the same shit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it just, you know, everybody was posting about it and they, like he had just died today. They was like, yeah. man, we missed all this and that. And I was like, I was thinking about it. And I was like, why is death given this such this bad connotation like it's such this taboo thing where people are and like we talk about cemetery cemeteries a little too mm-hmm. like yeah people think it's like a bad thing somebody died you know you, you want to hear something funny real quick yeah 
I remember we was riding past the the cemetery. It was me and my dad, and because you've been to the one by Rancho, right? Or like you've yeah. seen it. Yeah, you know, I was hella homeless people out there. My dad was like, "Shit, that's probably a good ass place to to sleep. It's grass. It gets cold at night. They got sprinklers." I'm like, "But that's a you a crazy ass dude if you sleep on somebody. Like you looked at as a crazy ass dude if you sleep on on somebody's grave." I mean, personally, I'd have just some ground at the end of the day. I'd be a little mad if somebody just slept on. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm out this body after I die. No, I'm t- no on on somebody that I know. I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't. At the same time, I don't know. I don't know how I'm, I'm gonna feel about cemeteries, like. When I'm older, because I don't like, want to be kind of weird. Like, I don't want to be buried in the ground. Yeah, I want to get turned into ashes. I want to just, I want my body to be made into a, a mold figure and just take that nigga everywhere. No, I'm just fine. That's weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> just carry the nigga around. Like, it'd be tight though. Like say like. If your wife or something, like you died, and you told your wife here, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, but um, I remember what I was gonna say. So death, people are like stuck living in the past when they're over here, you know, crying over Kobe. <laughs> because I mean, at the end of the day, he didn't know y'all. So y'all are like so affected by a nigga that didn't know y'all existed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a sad situation, but I'm not about to sit here and like just keep mourning years and years after he died, especially if, unless I'm Vanessa, like his wife. Or his kid. Or his, yeah. But like, use just a random ass nigga. <laughs> just, yeah, that's how I look at, like, a lot of celebrities, like, especially now, especially now that I got this confidence, I could beat a nigga ass, I'll be like, you, no, nah, I don't have that confidence, but I'll be like, you niggas is just regular niggas, like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I'm not gonna, like, I remember I was listening to that song, Stand, by Eminem, and he was like, waited in the blistering cold for, like, two hours or six hours, something like that. And I was like, you waiting six? Because, I I mean, obviously it was a song, but I know it's real people out there that are wait in the blistering cold for six hours for a nigga to walk out. Just to walk out. Not have a conversation with you. Not even sign some shit. Niggas just be waiting for them to walk out from backstage. It's like, you really just, you really want his presence. Not even his presence, just his, you just want to see that nigga in real life that bad that you're going to fucking wait outside for six hours. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if I see any nigga today. Like, I mean, there's some people I wouldn't mind meeting. Like, I wouldn't mind meeting Trump. You feel me? I think he's funny. Honestly, no, nah, I wouldn't want to meet Obama. I, nah, yeah, fuck him. Because he I be do. talking down to me and shit. I do. I want him on the pod. I mean... Yeah, we can have him on a pod, but I'm just saying I wouldn't want to meet him. Like, because I feel like he talked down to me. 
I feel like Trump would take me serious. You feel me? You know, I feel like a lot of people want to see artists and see all these people because they because they think they're great and they feel like this is my chance to see greatness. But it's like, yeah, I don't think that way because nigga, I look in the mirror every day. Mm. I'll be looking at these uh, celebrities and like you said, they're just regular niggas. But not only that, how most of them act is retarded. So it's like, I'm not about to be starstruck by a nigga that's dressing kind of weird and acting stupid. Like, I always think of Young Thug. Like, if this nigga couldn't rap, he would be one of the weirdest motherfuckers. Like, he wouldn't be accepted Young Thug. Like, he is a weird-ass dude. And if he couldn't rap, niggas would be looking at him like a weird-ass dude. That's how I be feeling like, you know how niggas would try to copy, like, a rapper style or something and try to wear what they wear? But yeah. then they look like an idiot. And it's like, that's exactly how that rapper would look if he didn't have that that label on him as a rapper. He would just be a weird-ass nigga. Exactly. And even the names is weird. Like, I, I remember for the longest, I thought the baby and little baby was the same person. That is like, a dumbass name, the baby. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like <laughs> Where the fuck you get that shit from? I know, ain't no way. Like, I know he wasn't walking around the hood being called the baby. Like, if a nigga called me, I'd be like, nigga, I'm a grown ass man. Hey, the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he got a deep ass voice too. (laughs) Yeah, man. So some crazy news today in the uh in the skateboarding community. You feel me? It's not funny, but you feel me? I just I, I I just got a smile on my face. But um, yeah. Did you hear about uh? In all seriousness, though, did you hear about Henry Garland? Yeah, I heard about it like right when it came out. Well, right when people started posting about it, like eight o'clock last night. Or nine. How did he? Do you know how he passed? Uh, he committed suicide. Damn. I don't know, like, what he did, like, if he hung himself or shot himself or something, but. Yeah, that's like, cause he was cold. Cold like, as fuck. I didn't even know who he was until I saw like the Thrasher, little really? video Thrasher posted. That shit was fire. Nah, I, I knew who he was. He he skated for Santa Cruz. Nice as fuck. Like he has some. There's this one kinked rail he hit, and he be slamming like he up there with, or he was up there with Alex Midler with slams. Mm. Like, he would he would take the the hardest slams and be like fuck it, but yeah, it just he always seemed like he was pretty happy and stuff. So it's yeah, like, it's crazy that somebody that's pr- a pretty successful skateboarder and you know traveling all over the world and stuff like that still isn't happy enough to or maybe he was excited. To you know, go to go on, but you know whichever one it is, it it's just that he died. Yeah, definitely. I I mean I feel like we see that a lot, especially like with with artists, because like you'll see them on tape, and I I don't, I'm not sure if it's fake, like if people just like to make simp music and sad ass music, because like 
you know, being depressed has kind of become like a trend now. It's kind of like almost like the cool thing to be. So I don't know if they're yeah. doing it just for like that, but like you'll see like rappers. The first, the, I mean, one of the most recent ones that I've seen was um, Earl Sweatshirt. Like I remember like in those videos that they would post, like our future, he looked happy and funny as fuck. But then you listen to his music and it's like, he's in a very dark place. And it, it's crazy how people can like put on that, that front almost, and then fool you into thinking that they're so happy and so excited about life when in reality, they just want it to end. Yeah, and like, it, it's, you know, it's a hard topic to talk about. Yeah. Just because, you know, people have, people are in different places and mm -hmm. like, they have a different way of looking at things, so. You know, to anybody that's, you know, feeling down or anything like that, talk to your friends or, like, confide in somebody. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's going to be way worse if you kill yourself. You know, you just ending your problems. But, like, if you commit suicide or whatever, and, like, your parents find out, your friends, all of them are going to be so devastated because they're going to think it's their fault. Exactly. And maybe it was, maybe it wasn't because you didn't even give them a chance to work on this. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, talking to somebody or talking to people is probably the best thing to do. Even if, even if you're scared to attack that issue, just, just being, just opening up to, to people is like one of the best things you can do because, and we say this all the time, like, even like our podcast is like, it's, it's very, one-sided because we have two minds that think alike so if you're just sitting here contemplating suicide or contemplating whatever problems you have you only have one input and that's your own and it's likely that that's not going to change anytime soon but if you can open up to somebody else you can get a whole new perspective on what on what you what you were uh thinking about doing because i i mean i it's been plenty of times where like my parents or my friends will tell me something and I'll be like, why didn't I just do that? Like, that would have been such an easier way out. Exactly. And it's like, people are so focused in on what's going on between their two eyes that they mm. forget a whole nother world outside of that. Mm. It's just a part of it. So like you said, it's perspective. I'm looking through my two eyes. I'm like, damn, I'm a weak ass skater can't do shit and you can't lift slide a 12 stereo and somebody who doesn't skate will look at me and be like wow he's so cool he's so good because he kickflipped or whatever and it's like and it's like you're judging yourself and you're making decisions only based on this one view of the world that you that you have that's mm -hmm. yours, which, I mean, makes it true to you, yes. But if you can step outside yourself and see things from every viewpoint, that's when you'll be the most accurate and the most powerful. Because mm -hmm. you'll know, know exactly what to do and what's the best way to do something. And also, another thing about our perspective is it's so based on 
what we view and what we view for the majority of people is the same exact thing. And what I mean by that is like me and you, like everybody in the world, they watch the NBA. So they want to be as good as the people in the NBA. So their perspective is focused on these guys are this good. This is where I got to be. Not knowing that they're better than probably 80% of the world just themselves, but they're looking at this top 5%, not even top five, probably like top 0.25% of all the basketball players in the world. And they, they want to compare and base their skill level on that. When it's like, if you just, if you just look outside and look at the court, the park court, you'll realize you better than everybody on that court and you have nothing to be, to be, I don't want to say insecure about, but nothing to be, I mean, yeah, I guess you can say insecure. Nothing to be insecure about. That's what I tell myself. Like, I'm better than at least 200 million Americans that skated. At least. Facts, yeah. Probably more like 250. Yeah, probably. I feel like I'm top at least 5 million. Yeah. In the world, yeah. Nah, in the U.S. <laughs> no, nah, but no, seriously, like that's important to look at, cause like, I remember, like I'll I'll be like sometimes like, damn, niggas ain't kick flipping El Toro, like niggas just you know I'm not there yet, but then I'm like nigga like, but I'm still cold as fuck to 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 somebody that doesn't skate. Like I remember there'll be people on campus they'll be like, damn, you're good as fuck. I'm like. Nigga, but I'm like, damn, okay. Go to the skate park. I'm like, damn, nigga, I fucking suck compared to these niggas. But it's like, damn, like, why why is their opinion or whatever not even taken into consideration just because of what I view as good and what I view as, as great? You're not even seeing that you are the greatness. Hmm. Because you so focused putting greatness on another person. Mm. You can't no, say that. That's all they are. They just people. Look, you can't find greatness within yourself because you're looking at greatness as something beyond who you are. Mm. Nigga. Bar. Who, who is Socrates? Who is Aristotle? I don't know them niggas. At all. I'm like some wannabes. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, they are actually some wannabe fucking Egyptians. Let's not let's not cap. They are some wannabe Egyptian kings and, and, and queens. But we're not gonna. That's 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 not for this part. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, before we end this off, I just wanted to say, if if y'all are you know feeling down or bad or hopeless. Talk to somebody, whether that be your mom, your friend, or you can even talk to us. You know, we offer counseling sessions. You know, we care about y'all well-being. And, you know, our whole thing, our whole ideology is based around peace and positivity and being happy. Because that's the most important thing is your happiness. So, you know, try and smile, you know, Try and be positive, try and be happy, talk to somebody, feel better, go outside, get some sun. That will that will really make you feel better if you get in the sun. And if that's not possible, 
Well, try and go outside and get some fresh air or something. Yeah. But, you know, we all are the greatest. We're the best. Nobody's better than you. Make sure you tell yourself that every day. Because nobody can do as good as a nobody can do as good as a job as you're doing in the position that you're in. That's how I think of it. Like nobody's gonna do better than me if they was in my shoes in the position I'm in with everything that I've been through. Mm. And that's how you gotta that's how you gotta push yourself. Like that's how you gotta think. Yeah, or you feel me? Like he said. Do all those things or just watch Naruto and go to the tuning exam. So, I mean, what is it, ARC? They call it ARCs. Go to that and you'll see my nigga Rock Lee go crazy. Yeah, but, you know, with that being said, hope y'all enjoyed this pod. Little short one for y'all. You know, stay beautiful. Uh, drink your water. Uh, Flex on these niggas. And bow wow. Signed it? Yeah.